Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. We've had him on the show before. He is so inspiring. He performed at the Seven Seas Dinner um, last year. He, we were bowled over because this is a man. He's a, he's a dancer. He's an upcoming uh, choreographer. He's a disc jockey, a motivational speaker, and he's a cancer warrior. He lost half his limb, half his leg when he was just a little boy due to um, osteogenic sarcoma, and um, nothing holds him back. So we so delighted. Hi, thank you. I'm good and how are you? Well, I think the last time I saw you was at the Three Seas dinner and you had performed and it was just extraordinary and I know that you were going overseas. So Musa performed <laughs> want to hear about this incredible story and all the things that you're doing. Just very quickly for, for those listeners who didn't hear your story last time. You you had um, you had a problem with your knee. You were playing soccer and you had a problem with your knee and it took a long time until it was diagnosed and you had eugenic sarcoma, right? Yes, correct. How old were you, Mr. at the time? Um, I was 11 years old. I was doing grade 4. If not three, yes. Yeah. And how long after that did you have to have part of your leg amputated? Um, it was like, um, I was 13 years old. And yeah, that's where yeah. I actually had my leg amputated. Yeah. And, and last time we spoke about the journey. We spoke about the incredible people and support that you had in the hospitals. But I want to ask what it's like for a 13-year-old, Musa, because we look at you now, 24 years old, right, 11 years later. But at the time, 13, you're a teenager. You've got all these hormones going through your body. You know, we live in a world where we want to be accepted, we want to belong, we want to find our place in the world, and you're facing this illness, and you have half of your leg amputated. What was that like for you, Musa? Um, I guess that, you know, when every time I tell my story, a lot of people are expecting me to, to, you know, tell a swap story. But for myself, it's like, it's a different kind of story, a positive one, because from the get-go, I had a positive mindset. So I didn't let any negativity, you know, hop into my mindset. So that's why I actually started to, you know, eliminate all the negative things that come in my way, negative people, and I was like, nah, I don't want to deal with them anymore. So... That's where actually my life became positive and I started to achieve more because of the positive mindset. So I'd say it was not that hard for, for me to actually adjust and adapt to the new life, the new me. And yeah, I guess positive mindset helped me a lot. Musa, mm. that's incredible. I mean, for some people, that's the end. You know what I'm saying? An amputation, it's... It's the, it's the start of, I don't know, a whole life of, for some people, um, they would see a life of disadvantage or problems or challenges. But you talk about this positive mindset. So share with our audience, Musa, you talk about this mindset. How, where, where did it come from? Where, how do you dig deep and find that during that time? Um, you know, in, in that situation, like, um, as young as I was, um, I guess I was inspired by how I was losing my friends, my peers, you know, the, the, the kids that I was actually, you know, in the world with. They, they actually, you know, passed on all of them. And I was like the, the last one left and, um, in, in my like friend circle. So I guess that, that's what actually, you know, um, instilled 
the positive mindset in me and I had nothing or any option but to stay positive. So that's where I actually pushed. And my family, my mom was starting to be weak, you know, she was stronger and, you know, for a long time. But at some point you could see that she's, she's trying to battle with herself. But um, I was like, okay, let me just, you know, um, try to meet her halfway. So I, I became stronger for her. And then that's where I started to be, you know, positive, thinking about, okay, that um, right now I need to finish up this chemotherapy. I need to um, I need to be stronger for my mom. I started to eat a lot, you know, because you need to eat so that you can be strong and, you know, so that you can beat um, the disease uh, on itself. So it was, it was, it was kind of a, a rough patch, but I managed to um, create something beautiful out of it. You know, so that's where I actually got inspired to be positive at all times. It's, it's a beautiful story, Musa, and I, I, I mean, what I hear you saying is it, is it talks a lot about the perspective. You know, being, as you say, in a ward with young children who are fighting for their lives and, and having to, to see them pass away, um, must have been so difficult. And as you say, a realization of how precious your life was and that what life you did have, you were going to make the most of it. That's a complete shift in your perspective, right? Correct, yeah. Yeah, incredible. So, Musa, um, you were a young soccer player, and that was the direction you were going in. Where did the professional dancing come from? The dancing came after, actually, I was um, DJing. So, the story of dancing started when I was DJing. So, I could, like, I was feeling the music that much that I couldn't, you know, ignore the, every beat that is, you know, hitting the speakers. So, I had to actually go behind the desk and in front of the desk to dance. Yeah, and then my friends started to, you know, um, started to teach me how to dance. They threw some boxes on the floor and then they taught me, like, this is how you need to do it. And then I got interested. The more I, I tried to do it, the more serious I got. And then that's where I actually began to start up with, um, with the local dance crews, and then I learned Ispansula, and then I learned Ispuja, and then afterwards I learned hip-hop. And yeah, that's where the journey started. I started to, you know, get performance around here, started to get, like, uh, the positive feedback from the audience, and my fan base started to, you know, grow, and that's why I actually started to get serious about it, you know, because there was this one day I was I was performing in Pretoria, there was a dance competition, and in the first performance, when I stepped out of the stage, there was this one guy who came and he told me that he had a depression. And that night was actually last night. He was actually celebrating for the last night, you know, because he was going to commit suicide. But because of what he saw on stage, what I did was like I restored everything that is positive in his life. And now he was, you know, changing his mindset. He, he, he told me that he was going back to his wife and kids to apologize for the action that he was going to take, you know. So I was like, okay, so now this is this is way more than I was thinking because at first it was just a hobby. And then from a hobby, it became a transition to, to, to be a priority. So that's how I actually got to get where I am today. Um, Musa Soul Sync Motor is on the line. 24-year-old cancer hero, really. Um, at the age of 13, he had to have uh, part of his leg amputated because of an osteogenic sarcoma that he had. And and he's just talking about his state of mind and how from it came out the dancer. Um, and he's 
the people. Musa, the sound isn't that good, Musa. Um, let's see if we can um, get uh, good feedback from you in terms of sound. I want to talk about your recent trip overseas. Where did you go, Musa? Uh, I went to, last year I started to go to uh, New York in September. And in this year, in January, I went to Dubai. Incredible. But why did you go? What, what, what was calling you from New York and Dubai? Um, the company that I'm working for, so the, it was actually uh, invited to um, the, the dance festival. It's called Fall for Dance. That was in uh, New York. And then for the Dubai one, it was a festival that was actually starting up. And then our company was actually um, was actually invited again to go and present the works. So I was in both works when they were inviting them. So, yeah. Must have been an incredible experience, Musa. What was that like? It was amazing because, you know, the funny part is that uh, New York is actually uh, the dream city that I've always wanted to go. And uh-huh. then when they told me that, you know, Musa, you are casted um, for the piece that is going to New York, I was excited. You know, it was my best moment of my life. And it was my first international flight. So it was, it was great. I made like the best of it, and it was amazing. <laughs> I don't want to lie, it was amazing. <laughs> I'm sure it was, Musa. And also, I want to make it clear to our audience listening that the dance company that you dance for, um, I mean, you said the last time I interviewed you, you know, you, you're putting a spotlight on um, disability and that the, everyone who is disabled should have an opportunity to perform and to dance but you are dancing with fully abled um, uh, dancers. Uh, you know, you're not uh, held back in any way because uh, you have an amputated leg. Am, am I correct, Musa? Yes, you're correct. Yeah. So, so when you go to New York and to Dubai, um, people that you were dancing with—I mean, what was it like? What was what was the reception like? Um, you performing there with 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 part of your group? Oh, it was amazing. You know, like the best part is so far in my career, the best part is um, when I was in New York because the feedback that I got there is not the feedback that I get when I'm home, you know. Because the minute I stepped out of the stage, people were, hey, and they wanted my autograph. So that was my first time signing my official <laughs> autograph. <laughs> you know, so um, it was amazing. Even on at, at Dubai, like they, they actually wanted to take pictures they did a lot of things, you know. They thanked me. Some people were like, okay, let me offer you this and this and that. And I, now I'm working for a company, so you need to book me through a company. So it was, it was amazing, you know. The feedback was great. It was positive. Yeah, it must be really incredible. Um, one last question, because you've just received an award not so long ago. Um, the special awards um, at the Lisedi. You won the Lisedi Spirit of Courage Awards. I know that the, the awards took place recently. What was that like, receiving the awards at, at the Lisedi Awards this year? <laughs> it was amazing, remarkable, because uh, I can tell you one thing, that when, when I joined the company, when actually when I actually made a decision, that I want to um, go into the next level of my career and take my career into a professional level. Like receiving an award 
earning an award was one of my best goals, you know, the main priority goals. So when I when I got a call and they told me that I was um, nominated, I was so excited, you know, just for a nomination, you know. It was, it was, it was not, a, not a matter of I'm winning now, you know, but it was a matter of people recognizes my hard work. Yeah. So it was, it was just, it was great. And when they presented the, the award, I was like, oh my God, this is so great. And the first part about it is that the award was actually created um, under its own category. So I'm the first one to win that award. So I'm like, ah, this, is, this is so great. It's like, it's a dream coming true. So it was great and exciting and I really appreciate it. <laughs> You see, you seem to be crashing down many barriers, Lisa. Um, there, there seem to be lots of firsts happening in your life. You certainly are a shining star. So, where is the shining star going? What, what, what does the future hold for you? Uh, hey, you know, to be honest, I, I, I don't know, but I have plans. You know, I actually want to have my own institution where I'll be actually helping um, different every people and. Again, I want to have my own technique. I'm still developing my own dance technique. Then I'm going to help amputees to understand their bodies when they want to walk or they want to dance or they want to do athletics. So that's my goal for now. And then the other things are just personal things where I'm like, okay, I want to tap into a business world, be an entrepreneur, I'm a business person, you know. And again, in those businesses that I want to have, I want like maybe 80% of my employees or my staff be like differently able people, you know. So it's not going to be a one-sided thing. So it's going to be like, okay, now I'm reuniting the world and changing their mindset into one thing. So, yeah, that's, that's actually my my goal for now. Big dreams, big dreams. I have no doubt you'll be uh, realizing those dreams. Musa, how's your mom? How's she now that she... You know, as you said, you had to you had to rise to the occasion. She wasn't doing well all those years ago. How is she now? She must be bursting with pride. <laughs> she's she's a very proud mom. You know, I don't want to lie because like when every time I have something, you know, I she's the first person I tell. Like, mom, I received an award. Mom, I got features in awards. Mom, I got an invite from this country. You know, she's she's very she's very proud. You know. Getting to think that she was actually worried that I'm taking the dance dream, but now she's like, she's fully on supporting. So, yeah, and she's forever happy nowadays. So I'm like, okay, your mom is fine right now. Well, Musa, we're proud of you too. And uh, you indeed are a trailblazer, and hopefully you'll be able to perform one day again in the future at a DL Link. Um, event. You were phenomenal and you are phenomenal and we wish you all the very best and thanks for taking our call and for coming on to the show. It's, it's lovely to chat and catch up. Thank you very much for the invite. I really appreciate it.